guys. Welcome back to the woodshed where we tell the truth even when it hurts. We've been gone for a while. We're back and we have a very exciting episode tonight. We want to discuss about frequency and vibration and music and all of these various things and how they play a role in scripture and how it applies to us in our daily life. So stick around and we'll get started. Alright guys, so welcome back. We've successfully completed season one. We thank y'all for hanging around with us and and our, our, our episodes continued to get increasingly more popular as we went through episode one. And so here we are. We, we've taken a few weeks off and we appreciate your patience and encouragement in this. And, and now we're ready to get started in season two. And to kick us off, of course, we have Brother Todd with us tonight. And I want to discuss something, Todd. I want to discuss a piece of scripture that has always been fascinating to me, and that is the story in 1 Samuel chapter 16 about Saul. King Saul is being distressed by this evil spirit, and they go and they get David, the son of Jesse, the future king, the future giant killer, and they bring David in to play the harp for Saul. And when David would play this harp for Saul, then the the distressing spirit, the evil spirit, would leave Saul. That is a phenomenal story, in my opinion. You know, here we, we, we see David as the rock slinger, the giant killer. We see him as the poet writing the Psalms. Um, we see, you know, his moral failures with Bathsheba and the various things and, and all. But, but here we actually see him as a musician and we see God using his musical talent to basically give relief from Saul from a demonic entity. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's there's all kinds of uh, things that we don't see around us. You know, do, do we really know what air is? And people will say it's like particles of this or particles of that or gases or whatever. But there's more to it than what we see or what scientists claim that they know about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so that that's the thing is, you know, like here, you know, if, if we believe in the the atom theory, you know, that that everything is made of atoms, um, then the question always becomes, you know, like if my hand is made from atoms, and if this desk is made of atoms, then why does my hand not go through the desk? You know, well, the answer is what's been supplied to us is that everything has a frequency, everything has a vibration to it, and and everything is. Um, distinct, you know, the atoms group together based upon the different frequency that it has. So, like everything in this world has a different frequency. You know, like uh, you know, even food. You know, fresh food has a different frequency than dried food, which even has a different uh, frequency from processed food. That humans have a different uh, frequency from the animal kingdom, from the plant kingdom. But that everything is made up of atoms, and everything exists with this frequency. So what we see is God's creative language was math. Of course, you know, we see math in all of creation. But then also that, that frequency or vibration plays a, a huge part in creation as well to distinguish one creation from another, one person from another, one state of being from another. And, and so 
uh, there's vibration all around us. In other words, as I once heard a very wise man say, there's a whole lot of shaking going on. Yes, there is. Now, whether or not things are actually made up of atoms or not, I don't know since no one's ever actually seen one. But frequency is definitely something we can measure, something we can see, something we can, we look at rainbows and things like that. When we, obviously, you hear my voice and your voice, they're different frequencies. Yes. Because we sound different. That's right. That's right. You know, so so I have a very deep manly voice. You, you have a, a very effeminate sounding voice, and it's just different. You know, because of the frequency, because of the waves that it, that exist in in between. You yeah, know, uh, that's what uh, people with with weak frequencies would say about the other person. <laughs> <laughs> and so, in that, you know, um, you know, we see this. You know, that all matter has different frequencies. This this electromagnetic resonance frequency that determines things and, and separates things and all things exist with its own frequency. And so, you know, I said like with, with, you know, fresh food, fresh food has a frequency usually in the low twenties where like a dried food or, or you know, uh, something that, that's, uh, you know, been dried and the moisture taken out of it, of course, it, it's more likely to be around the number 10, you know, to have a 10 Hertz frequency, but then, um, actual processed food or factory made food actually has a frequency of zero, <laughs> you know, closer to zero. It is literally dead food, you know, so in that, you know, but um, even like, uh, you know, when we're healthy, we have a higher Hertz. When we are sick, it will lower our frequency. Uh, even smells have a frequency. And of course, music has a frequency. Our food has a frequency. Even colors have different frequencies. And, and so, like, uh, I can tell that your favorite color is the color blue because its frequency is actually, um, you know, 666. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, je- that would be yours. It's natural. Jealous much, my blue eyes. That's it. Jealous. Yeah, oh, devil eyes. Look at you. <laughs> you know, it's the mark of the beast right there. God did make the sky blue, by the way. That's it. Yo. <laughs> That's it. And so, you know, we see this exist. You know, we see frequency all around us. And we know these things, but a lot of times, man, we, we just don't catch the significance of it. And I think that's what's really neat about that First Samuel 16 passage is it really draws in um, some things about frequency, about vibration. One of the first things that we see is this frequency, this vibration, this music that, uh, that David is, is performing. First of all, it has a spiritual impact. You know, that, that it has a spiritual significance to it. So it's making a spiritual impact upon Saul and upon the evil spirit. Just music. I mean, you know, it, it's that important. But, you know, we see that, that here he's using the harp. But in Scripture, God tells us to worship him. And often he will instruct us to worship him with certain instruments. What kind of harp was it? It was a, a liar harp? Is, is that how you would say it? So are you lying about the harp? Is that, no, is it's that what, what it is? the harpists do. The harpist liar. They lie. Yeah. You, if you're a harpist, you're a liar. It's been a liar from the beginning. A liar. The father the of it. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. that uh, Catherine got a liar harp for Christmas. Oh, well, isn't she just really plucky? Yes. I see. That was a good <laughs> pun, wasn't it? That was a good dad joke. Plucky. Yeah, plucky. Pl- plucky. 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 Yep. And so... 
we, we see, you know, that, man, we see in Scripture that symbols are used in worship. We see that bells are used in worship. We see the harp. We see the flute, the, the you know, different pipes and wind instruments. We see horns and trumpets, and we even see drums, the cursed drums, us being good Baptists. We, we have to hate the drums, right? Yeah, my sister-in-law got Luke a little drum thing. Uh, for Christmas, and I was telling her how much I hated her that day. So, yes. I would imagine so, man. That's terrible. Yeah, the boy's always beating on something. Like, he'll drum at the table. He'll drum everywhere. But he plays the trumpet. He plays the keyboard. He plays the flute. Uh, and now he's just, and, and he's always beating on something like he's playing the drums. So, that boy loves him some frequency. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing. But, like, we're commanded to offer up worship to God with these frequency-producing instruments. You know, like like worship is a frequency. And then over a hundred times in Scripture, we're commanded to sing to the Lord. You know, so, so even our vocal cords are an instrument. And so, you know, wind passing over or our breath passing over the cords causes them to vibrate. The different cords have different uh, thick, uh, thicks and lengths, thicknesses and lengths. And, um, and that produces different sounds, you know. Your frequencies aren't working. Yeah, you know, and, and so in that, yeah, I was getting caught up in frequency, man. And so, you know, that's the whole thing of it is here we have instruments to produce vibration, to produce, uh, you know, this sound. We have our vocal cords to produce sound and from the air pressure. We have over a hundred times we're commanded to sing to the Lord. And even of our 66 books in our Holy Bible, one of them is a song book. And it's the biggest book. So music is very important to God. This, this is not a, a, a tertiary issue in the kingdom, but rather we see this here. We see it commanded here. We also see it in the heavenlies that music and sound is going to be part of our heavenly experience, a part of our worship experience. And so you know, this is a very important thing. We see Jesus singing. Even at the Last Supper, uh, it says that they sang a hymn and went out into the night. We see God, God commands Moses to write a song in Deuteronomy 32 as he's preparing to take Moses out of this world. He tells Moses, you write a song, you teach it to the people so that they will remember. You know, so there's an indoctrination, there's worship, but there's also learning. There's a, a passing of information that happens in song as well. And we even see Moses' sister Miriam, that she and, and the women uh, sing this song and prophesy in this song after the deliverance of the, you know, through the Red Sea. Well, everybody doesn't sing. I don't think God wants everybody to sing. Because we see in, in Psalm 119, it says, How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. So, so when, when we see certain things, certain words are supposed to be sweet. Well, when I sing, it, it's, it's more like, um, it, it's more like salsa that's been sitting on the table for too long. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, Billy Graham, um, one time was asked about what was the most important thing of his crusades or his rallies and all. And, and, uh, and he pointed at his song leader and he said, that man is the most important uh, thing at, at the rallies. And, and, uh, and he said, because music is 
the plow that tills the soil of the heart for the seed of the word to be planted. And I think there's truth in that because like during our song services, you know, you're only like three or four rows behind me. And, and I hear you singing sometimes. And, and, and when I hear you <laughs> sing, Todd, honestly, man, like I just can't wait for worship to be over and for preaching <laughs> now, to begin. Now that is true. <laughs> that is true. Luckily, uh, I, my children all sing and they actually sound pretty sweet. And Very well. They they take after their mother. Yes, they take after their mother. So That's they right. they sing well. So it, it took five people to make up for how terrible my singing is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even even with it, we look at at all the you know, when you, you go to, you know, as youth or whatever, you know, you go to a, a concert or a or, or something, there's always all this worship music or mm-hmm. what they call worship music a lot of times there, you know, and it's like that vibration does tenderize your heart, you know, like a hammer to a good stake. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it makes you, it, it sets the mood. It sets your, your mind at a certain, you know, a, a certain way, like in mm-hmm. preparation, to hear the word so yeah i mean music song all these things they they do things to us yeah i mean a lot of sudden you know music vibration is spiritual in nature god god created it you know like he made it that way um that things the spirit world reacts to vibration we see that in First Samuel chapter 16, here this, this distressing spirit doesn't come out because of an old priest and a young priest. You know, it doesn't come out with, you know, with any of this kind of stuff. You know, it, it comes out through music. Well, I think they probably do, the evil spirits do come when people start telling bad jokes. <laughs> oh, no, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I need but, a young priest and an old priest. Yes, um, and so, you know, so, so like we see this spiritual impact. So then um, we look across cultures and we can see um, from the Druids with the chanting, you know, and the melodious thing. We see from um, e- even like the the Kundalini, you know, with um, the uh, uh, the, co- Hindu. the spirit, yeah, the Kundalini spirit of Kundalini spirit, spirit, where people start wiggling all over the floor. Yeah, it looks a lot like modern day charismatic worship. It yeah. does, you know, in the Pentecostal world. And, and it begins with all of that begins not with you know all right guys get in yoga position you know but it begins with a rocking back and forward a mantra a, a music you know a harmonizing uh, kind of thing with grunts and all of this and and progresses from there and so why wouldn't the rock music or rock industry or these things why would they not enter into the same world to get the same reaction? Why wouldn't, you know, if, if demons respond to certain songs by fleeing, why wouldn't certain songs draw them in? Why wouldn't they conjure them up? So what we have to see is that this, this vibration, this frequency, this sound is something that's in everything. And it's spiritual in nature because God created it to be so. So then, if we take that and apply that to our lives and start to look at it, and, and then music isn't just simply for entertainment, but rather music is worshipful and music is impactful to us spiritually. But not just in the spiritual world, but actually in our physical world, music has a huge impact 
upon a person's health, upon their person, a person's wellness. And so what they've seen is that music isn't just spiritual in nature, but also music can be very healing. And so a lot of times what you'll see is um, in, in like nursing homes where they have like a, a big amount of dementia patients or Alzheimer patients, then they will actually begin to play music from that that person's era, from their golden era, you know, their, their, their teens or 20s, whatever their coming of age, you know, is, they'll take the music of that day and of that time and begin to play it through that hall. And, and the people will respond to it. Very often they will, they will catch and start dancing. Yeah. Off of that frequency, it'll jog their memory. They'll be able to remember things and, and it'll bring them more into themselves, you know, and which, which, I find I find awesome. I think that is wonderful. But at the same time, it's pretty scary because, you know, like in 50 years, we're going to have a, a bunch of people in nursing homes like listening to really terrible music and trying to twerk. <laughs> yeah. So there's going to be like a bunch of twerking grandmas in the nursing home breaking hips left and right. Because of the filthy music today. I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're setting people up for, Todd. Twerking. Twerking G-Maws in the nursing home, breaking their hips. That's our future. <laughs> and, so, and then, and then they're all, all going to get pneumonia. That, that's it. From, because they're going to have to stay in their this beds for a long time. This is all part of Bill Gates' depopulation agenda. You think he could stop killing people with vaccines like he did those hundreds of thousands no, of girls in it's Africa? It's going to be Turkin that does us in. He could just, yeah, just start. Mm-hmm. And um, are you familiar with Turkin? Turkin? Do you know what that is? Um, I'm not entirely sure what it is. It's just a, it's, it's like a, it's a um, skanky mating dance performed by women with no dad. Okay, so yeah. it's like birds in in the middle of the rainforest. Birds ain't real, Todd. That, <laughs> that birds ain't real. <laughs> so. No, Jonathan, the moon isn't real. Birds are definitely real. Um, so, like so birds in the in the rainforest that didn't have you know that didn't have a daddy to help take care of them. They they twerk. Is that what it is? That is that true? Did you just make that up? <laughs> As we were sitting here, right okay. now. <laughs> it's being added to Wikipedia as we as we Prob- speak. Probably right so by the AI algorithm. Yeah. Yes, but you know, not only do you see that with the Alzheimer patients in the nursing home, but you also see it with um, you know, they play classical music in some of the ICUs and the very critical cases. They'll actually put the ICU over, or, you know, put classical music over the speakers in the ICU. I see um, you too. Yes, yes. And so the, um, you know, they actually, even the National uh, Library of Medicine uh, published a, a paper talking about how uh, playing classical music in the surgical room while surgery is being performed actually would improve the, the speed and the accuracy of the surgeon. This, this was actually proven in the movie Doctor Strange. Yes. When he would play the music during the surgeries. That's right. It, it As proven by Marvel Universe. Yes. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And so, but, you know, they say that classical music actually spikes dopamine. It can actually help with learning and memory, uh, things like that. And, you know, so it, it very much has uh, that effect upon people, you know. So so they use it in the ICUs 
um, and, and in these critical care units uh, very often uh, to improve the healing and stuff like that. And, and there's even one unconfirmed case of um, where, where they actually tried different styles of music and, and they didn't all prove as effective, but they did find one. And um, there, there was a story of this guy that um, he was in a coma, had been in a coma for a very long time. And they, uh, they came in and they put a, a, a radio in his room and they, they turned on Luke Bryan, you know, just turned on some country music. Luke Bryan came on the radio and, um, and then they left, you know, and, and the guy actually woke up out of the coma and he did. And he walked across the room and, threw and, the radio and turned the radio off <laughs> and went back to sleep and yeah, right back to coma, you know? And, and so the, uh, you know, so thank you, Luke Bryan. And so, you know, but we see that, that they use it in various different ways, you know, even with uh, kidney stones, you know, people talk about having ki- uh, kidney stones crushed. They don't crush them. What they actually do is, is like, man, they just zap them with these sound waves and it breaks it up because the frequency that they that they blast it with is is a frequency that will release the 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 kidney stone from from it you know whatever's holding it together it makes it release so they're not like you know blasting it you know come in a blasting you know you know it's not Yosemite Sam you know going in there you know getting rid of your kidney stone kidneys that's right you know but but rather that it's sound waves and what I what I read man was that they've actually got to time the blasts in between your heartbeats because if they hit you with that during a heartbeat, it could potentially stop your heart. Yep. There are animals in the animal kingdom. Um, You'll see the bigger animals that let out growls and stuff like that, and it will stun the the smaller animals. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just just petrify them. You know, like they're just frozen. You know, by the roar. You know, or or things. You know, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. You know, and so you know, like we see this. So we see that 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 vibration frequency can be very spiritual in nature. We see it's part of worship. That that God uh, wants us to worship Him with our voice and with instrument, which is vibration, which is frequency. You know this music that God um, gets worship off of it. We then see also that it has healing properties to us, but we also then see that there it can be used in a destructive manner as well. So yeah, like they, rock music and things like that. Yeah, I mean, we know that music can make you angry. It can stir up a crowd. Absolutely, it can. You know, did did you notice um, like back during uh, the Great Depression during, when they played a lot of country music? That's hilarious. But no, back during COVID, you know, which is which is our generation's Great Depression. Like we're all looking yeah, back to it. You know, so everything's like like pre-COVID or since COVID. You know. And so, you know, it really is starting to divide time, you know. But, but during COVID, when everybody was stressed, everybody was, uh, was kind of panicky, didn't know what to do. There was so much uncertainty. We had all of this violence that was taking place. I'm sorry, peaceful protests that were taking place, mostly peaceful protests. The rest was murder and, and pillaging and, and, you know, arson. But, um, but mostly peaceful protests that... Um, that did you notice that all of a sudden, like every big store started playing music in the parking lot? 
No. I don't. Yeah, man. You pull up to the grocery store, you pull up to Walmart, anything like that. All of a sudden, they're playing music. Guess what? They're not doing it now. They did it then. And it was like oldies and stuff like that. It's like songs that everybody would like. You know, it wasn't like death metal or anything. To change the mood. Yeah, it was like just trying to get people in a relaxed, nostalgic, you know, kind so of get mood. mad in a group. And then when they get close to it, they all started swaying their hips and changed their mind and leave. They did. They did. You know, it's the that itsy bitsy teeny weeny polka dot bikini song. And ah, yeah. Everybody just started, you know, throwing down like a hoedown and, you know, square dancing and thinking about their girlfriends and just leaving. Yeah, forgot about all the troubles, man. And they're just like, Life's good. Let's let's go back. Let me put my they mask can't, on and drive home. They can't pay me enough to do this. <laughs> <laughs> just just because they've infiltrated our groups and paid us lots of money to cause ruckus so that we can do things like try to squash things with gun control and stuff like that. This music has made me change my mind. I don't want to accept their money and uh, and play on their propaganda. So we're That's right. Turn Katy leave. Perry told me I'm a firework. Yeah. She, and so yeah, I, must she also live, told I must live like it. Yeah. I think she told the devil that she likes him too. Mm, maybe so. But, you know, yeah. they, they use music as like a torture device. Mm-hmm. You know, so like in... in they uh, do. You mentioned Katy Perry. Yeah, I did. I, I mentioned that too. And, and it, uh, it it's pretty awful. You know, like, it, you know, honestly, dude, modern music's just terrible. And I know I sound like an old man for saying that. Well, but I just really, honestly, Todd, I feel like our whole society, our whole culture, like, peaked in the late 90s. Well, I mean, e- even if we go back to the six, the fifties and the sixties, you have groups like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles mm-hmm. that actually admit to the satanic things oh, yeah. that they're involved with. So you get, you get today, you get the modern music and it's just out in your face where they're having satanic rituals mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. And during the Grammys, they're performing satanic rituals. That's right. We go back and we see, all these different artists that say, you know, like like the one blues guy from the 30s said that he went to a crossroads in Mississippi and um, and said that he made a deal with the devil. We see it in TV shows, how musicians make a deals with the devil. Mm. So it's it's everywhere. You know? yeah. And that's the thing is a lot of people would probably dismiss those claims, even though they're firsthand accounts. And very often people are saying it themselves. Right. You know? On stage. Yeah. You know, and admitting to it. And we kind of tongue in cheek laugh. Oh, 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 that's so silly. You know, but the um, but in in reality, I mean, just a few years ago, we thought that the casting couch was a joke, you know, kind of thing. And then the Me Too movement happened and, and came out. You know, we, we thought that the, um, you know, the government was just a, run by a bunch of pedophiles. You know, oh, and then the Epstein thing kind of came out. You know, so we're finding and out it, a lot of these things that have been joked about. That, that's, been the, that's been the tongue-in-cheek, you know, punny kind of thing. It actually wasn't a joke at all. You know, it was a very real thing. Yeah, absolutely. But I, now I got a shirt for Christmas that, that said Noah was a conspiracy theorist. And then it rained. That's right. That's right. You, everything's a theory until it's proven, you right. know. And, and a conspiracy just means that, you know, there's at least two people in on it, you know, is all a conspiracy means, you know. So, um, you know, so it's, it's taken a weird turn, you know, to where we're used to. We, we called it investigation. And, uh, you know, now there people are like, what are you, some free thinker? Yeah, really? What are you doing walking around with your big brain reading stuff? <laughs> you know, you know, used to it was like, you know, 
hey, you need to do your research. And now people are like, what, you did your own research? What, you, you research it? You read stuff, nerd? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? You're so evil that you don't just believe what Biden says That's and it. the rest of the media. That's it. Hey, the Fox News said it, so it has to be true. Oh, CNN said it, so it has to be true on the other side. So. But, you know, I think that the majority of, um, like, I think that modern music has come to a place. And like you said, I mean, just purely satanic clearly satanic they're openly with the symbolism and the decorations and the lyrics and things i mean like it is so satanic that like i think at this point satan might be trying to distance himself from the music you know he might be like yo dude that that's a little too far we you know i'm not associated with these people you know like i don't even i don't even know Katy perry Yeah, yeah some some people say they don't believe in the devil or whatever but all these musicians do yeah they very much do and they're very popular and how did they become very popular oh they have good music have you have you seriously listened to it you know i mean really is it good music it's really not that good but it's out there and millions of people are listening to it because they're told it's good because exactly like hey this is a chart topper and it's like how did top the charts it just just came out an hour ago and and they're like it's the number one song in the nation it's like, well, that's because As of 10 minutes ago, <laughs> that's because you were all told to play it. Exactly. You know? so. Exactly. And they, when you're speaking spells, mm-hmm. yeah, stuff's going to happen. So is that spell a certain frequency? Um, you know, is that's that a good question? Are these, are certain words in order putting off frequencies and things that are changing the chemistry in your brain? Oh, it's bet. like MSG, right? It's it's MSG. Is that, is that the stuff that's in Chinese food? That makes it and it tricks your your taste buds into thinking that it tastes better than it is. That's what it does. Yes, it's like a super salt. That is very tricky. I need some of that. Yes, yeah, seriously. To, I, I need some of that where people will think my cooking is better than it really is. <laughs> I, if I go and I see and it says no MSG, I was like, that ain't going to taste good. I could probably eat like a really healthy if I just had like a shaker of MSG then. Yeah, seriously. That may be the yeah. secret of dieting, man. Just make diet food and sprinkle some of that magic <laughs> Satan salt over the top. <laughs> just go from there, dude. All right. Then, from now on, I'm calling MSG Satan salt. <laughs> yeah, it's just magic Satan salt. You know? Hashtag Satan salt. That's it. That's it. So, but you know, I mean, it, it really is. I like I like that that idea that you put out there. That you know, is it the frequency of the sound? Is it the the tuning of the instrument? Is it the words? You know, like what would differentiate between um, godly worship that he looks at and that he adores and satanic worship? You know, is it just the thought, the heart of the worshiper? Is it the actual song? Is it you know, because why would God say these instruments, but then leave others off? You know, why why would right. He say, um, you no know, electric these, guitars? Yeah, or even these songs. You know, like we have these songs in the song book, mm, right? And, and He said, hey, these, but that that ain't all the songs. Like we have other songs in Scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, that when when Eve is presented to Adam, Adam sings sings a song that's not in Psalms. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so God was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's about, that's about that old, that old, you know, Chico over there. That ain't about me. You know, <laughs> yeah. so that doesn't well, go into Psalms. It's not in there because that was not Adam's song to you. It was Adam's song to Eve. Huh? True. How about that? True. Maybe so, it was like Marvin Gaye for Eve. That's it. A little Barry White. <laughs> he was like, hey there, baby. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, 
the uh, but you know that that is the question: Is it the frequency? Is it the instrumentation? Is it the wording? Is it the heart of the worshiper? We we have a lot of um a lot of theory there, you know, that we could base off of, and I think we could probably um debate that and come to a pretty good conclusion that it probably has a little bit to do with all of it. Probably so. Know? And, and so uh, I think that would be the conclusion that we'd come to is that every every aspect of it. There's a God preference, there's a God way, and then there's not God's way. And, um, and, and so, you know, we need to worship God the way God desires to be worshipped. That's the second commandment of the Ten Commandments, you know, is that worship has to be according to God's desire. But, but as we see that there's worship that's spiritual, there, that you know, music is spiritual, vibration is spiritual, it's also healing, it's also destructive, uh, you know, we started talking about how you know music is used in torture, and I remember um, back uh, with Waco, you know, when when you know, David Koresh, you know, thought he was the Messiah, wearing you know thick glasses, and um, and then uh, you know a nearsighted Savior. Did he? And so, yeah. Did he really say he was the Messiah? I think he did. I, I, I believe so because I think actual survivors said that, okay. but I, but I don't know that That's the possible. people were necessarily full tilt. You know, I don't know if all the people were like, yeah, sure you are. If they were just kind of like, you know, like people in Kenneth Copeland's church. Well, I mean, if he was really, if, so what I've learned is, is if the government hates it, most likely it's probably a good thing. Yeah. So like, I'm not saying obviously calling yourself God, that's bad. That's yeah. terrible. But you don't set people on fire and shoot them as they're coming out of a building. Mm-hmm. If you want them to talk. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think it was one of those cases where they really wanted to um, find an extremist weirdo situation so that they could paint everybody else with the same brush and be like, this is what these Christians are like. And all the Christians are like, we didn't even know about that dude. You yeah, know, like we, we never heard we don't of know the guy. him, you know, yeah. and so, you know, he's just some, just some weird skinny kid, you know, and that's it. So the, um, you know, with the, you know, a bunch of friends living in a big house, you know, it's like the government projects, but church. And so, um, you know, it's like the ghetto, but church. And, um, but you know, that, that's what I think it was, you know, but there they tortured the people, you know, with, with bright lights during the night, you know, to where they couldn't sleep, uh, sleep deprivation. And part of it was that they would blast them with this loud death metal rock music. And they do that in torture techniques. Yeah. They, they literally do those things. They, they turn on the bright lights so they can't sleep. So it's sleep deprivation. Yes. And then they do the loud, loud music. That's it. Which so, is weakening the spirit man. I yes. mean, because that's why yep. God has us to rest. It's not necessarily just our physical, but it is our mental. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yep. you know, we suffer mentally more from sleep deprivation boot than we camp. do physically. Yeah, yeah boot, exactly. boot camp. We're, we're here to break them down, break you down so that we can build you back up the way we want you. That's it. But, you know, the one thing you don't do to a doomsday cult is, um, Try to torture them, you know, because like they're they're kind of prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. you know, they're kind of expecting it. You know, they're like, we knew it was coming. This is the day. <laughs> this you know, the grab day. the guns. Let's do this. You know, yeah. and, and so like that. That's not it. You know, they were actually going to. Um, man, it's one of the cults. I think it's. I think it's Jehovah's Witnesses, and and I may be giving them an even worse name than they give themselves here, but I believe that like their youth camp is basically like going to a place, and they like put them in the scenario of here's the end of time. People are going to try to get you and they're going to try to trick you into, 
you know, confessing, you know, or, or you know, denying Christ and like chase them through the woods with that's guns. Probably, and stuff. That's probably not Jehovah's Witnesses. That's probably Epstein Island, but I, I might get those stories confused. Yeah, slightly different. Not Jesus, but somebody, but Clinton. Yeah, Bill dead. Clinton. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and then uh, what's the what's the dude that's dead that was in the wheelchair? Um, the uh, Stephen Hawking. Oh, the Hawking yeah, just guy. chasing them on his rascal scooter <laughs> through the woods. You know, get back here, come here. You know, so <laughs> oh, that was bad. Yeah, that was, that was a really, bad one. Wasn't that it? was really bad. That I will probably remember forever. <laughs> That's just a mental image. Can't yeah. get out. You know. Yeah. That's I'm, it, I'm so. thinking more of like Hillary. You know. Yeah. Like chasing after Stephen Hawking, chasing <laughs> after a kid. That's right. That's what. That's I mean. right. But you know, so so we know that it's used as torture. We and you know, and like I said, you know, some music today, trying to listen to it is is honestly torture. Like the mumble rappers, like they don't even say anything. Like, how do you even know what it is? I've I've never even heard of that. So and, there you go. And then like they play it at such a, a loud volume. Gosh, we sound like old men. But you know this modern music and it's too dang loud. Turn it down. Get the drums out of here. You know, like well, we're we're really coming off as as sour old bitter men. But well, you know, twenty thirty years ago, we heard the same things mm-hmm. about stuff. But then, then a lot of things come to light, and it's like, oh no, they were just telling the truth. It's like you know the Eagles. They would have seances behind backstage before the before the shows. Yeah. Um, well, the you ha- you've got people like um, I'm trying to think of the guy that that did the interview. Um, I can't I can't remember his name. A famous famous older singer that still or was still touring a few years ago and was still slurring was starting to slur his words. During oh, that's Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Bob yeah Dylan. So Bob Dylan on a interview says the original that he, mumble rapper. The, yeah, the original mumble rapper. Yeah. yeah he, uh, he admitted that he made a deal with the God of this world. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's in your face, right? It's yeah. in your face. They're, they're telling you. And then of course, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to this, these, these things. But you, they, they talked about. I remember when I was a teenager, they talked about the Beatles and how the Beatles did backward masking, and people were like, "Oh, you're just some stupid." Basically, the modern day conspiracy theorist, right? Mm-hmm. And then you play some of their stuff backwards, and guess what? They're saying stuff. So, yeah, they they actually did it. That's it, you know, and and I mean, you know, sound is very powerful because it is spiritual it does affect health it affects mental health um and, and that's even why you know the military has sonic weapons you know they, they have these these sound weapons where they can just blast and, and and direct it you know not just like turn you know crank the speaker to 11 you know kind of thing but like actually a directed energy blast of sound and frequency a directed energy weapon oh, there you go harpa there you yeah, go harpa you know that's it and they call it they you know they had lrad all the way back in 2004 they were using this lrad weapon in iraq um to disperse crowds to blow up bombs remotely you know they would detonate missiles you know uh you know where they were you know in their mm-hmm. in their hangar in, in their holder you know yeah. and um they they actually um, knock the Hulk back a good bit with two large <laughs> sound right. weapons. That's exactly what it was. Burned his skin a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. But he got up from it. He's a big man. You can't you can't yeah. mess with the Hulk. Can't hold him down with sound. That's it. You know, Hulk Hulk mad. Hulk, Hulk smash. Hulk smash. That's right. 
And so, but like we even know this, like we know the impact that sound can have because we've all seen the commercials of this um, soprano singer hitting this really high note and shattering the wine glass, you know. Well, if just some chick with a, with a high-pitched voice can do that, imagine what the military can do with a few billion dollars of your money to waste. You know, I mean, imagine, you know, there they could get a really, really obese opera singer to sing into a really big microphone and, and yeah. do the same thing. Like, we know the impact that it can have, you know. And so they know it can, and so they have these weapons you well, know, that they've developed. How about this? How about we have books? You can you can look up books of giants, and there are these books that are the size of people, right? So we have books written by giants that were given instruction from fallen angels. So the technology that's there that's probably written, and these books are hidden away, right? So you have a few books like in libraries down in Mexico and in people's private collections. Bigfoot's house. Bigfoot's house. Mm-hmm. Dogman's house. That's right. Um, we, you've got them everywhere. Well, well what's to say th- they're in tons of science books Yeah. That, that, w- that they've just, you know, been slowly. I mean, seriously, we got, you know, the microwave all of a sudden became a thing. We went from horse and buggy to just all of a sudden cars. Yeah. Really? Seriously? Well, I mean, I, I would agree with you that microwaves are from the devil. I, I would, I would definitely say that. And, um, but we see in Scripture, you know, in, in the lineage of of uh, Esau, or not Esau, the lineage of Cain, early in in the book of Genesis. There, I think it's what, like chapter five, something like that. That, um, that everything, everybody's just a name until we get down to this one family, and it names the first female, and then it names these two players. You know, it's Jubal. And Tubal Cain. Players? Yeah. You mean like playa, don't hate the playa, hate, hate the, game. the game. Yeah, that's it. You know. And, and so we, we see these two characters come forward and, and it just gives us that one of them all of a sudden learned metalworking. Right. He, he he all of a sudden learned that I can dig up this shiny rock and heat it up and make it into something. He just he just just he just decided that. And then his brother just figured out music. Just figured out making instruments. Yeah, you know, it just just happens. You're just like riding along on your camel. That's right. And all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna make a sword. Probably whistling. You know, probably. He's like whistling devil music. Wait a second. He's like, you know, I bet I can make a. I can't whistle, so I I can't even whistle. That's how bad my music abilities are. Can't even whistle. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So, the um. And so, uh, you know, we see them burst onto the scene, and all of a sudden, they know how to do some stuff. Well, it never says about anybody else. It never says, like, you know, oh, you know, Timmy learned about the circle. You know, he, he figured <laughs> the out circle. the wheel. You know, like, you never get that. You know, so there's something important about that one family and why there's only one female mentioned. Why is that female mentioned and all of a sudden her brothers figure out some pretty cool stuff? That's because right she's around sweet. the time that the fallen angels, right around the time that the giants pop onto the scene. Yeah, I was talking about that earlier today. You know, not sure when the fallen angels, you know, came down. Was it like because it said when when people started populating the earth, right? So is that like is that Genesis one twenty six? 
is that does that move through the time of Cain? Or, you know, are you know, we talking sometime between Genesis 126 and Genesis chapter five, six? You know, when you know, when there's a lot of stuff that could yeah, have happened, is what I'm trying to say. So there's, there's Tama Nama. That's yeah, the girl's just, name. Tama Nama. And it's Nama my business. Nama my business. That's right. But but if you'll show me your business then I'll teach your brother some <laughs> Yes, yes. That yeah, one, that's, that's what happened. That's my theory. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. And so, you know, here, you know, we, we see the usefulness of sound in destruction, and, and a lot of people say that's what happened with the walls of Jericho, is right. that, you know, they, they marched around, and they did that for seven days, and then all of a sudden they blow the trumpets and they shout, and then the walls just collapse right and they didn't fall in they didn't fall out they, they just, just fell dropped. down you know you got a pile of rubble um and, and we know that this can happen because um even with armies marching in formations would go across these like big suspension bridges that are used to 18 wheelers loaded down coming across them and you have a marching army marching in unison across it and it would collapse the bridge to the point where the the british army had to tell them break rank at bridges, quit doing that. You're, you know, it takes too long for us to build them for you just to march across them and knock them down. You know, transfer trucks can't do it, but you know, y'all marching out there, hi ho, silver, and and there you go. Here comes the bridge. Now you know how they lost the Revolutionary War because they were always in unison. They couldn't break ranks. The Americans were like, we're not marching across that bridge. We're gonna stand over here on the side of the field. So as you dummies are walking through the field, we're going to shoot you from the side because we don't need to follow your instructions, buddy. Listen, President Joe Biden told me the reason that we lost the Revolutionary War is because we didn't have enough airports. Like, I heard him say that, and I, that is that is that is what I'm teaching my children. That absolutely, you better. They'll put you in one of them re-education camps. That's right. No camp for me, Bubba. I already know it. I'm That's Biden right. all the way. Biden-Harris 2020. <laughs> That's right. We had airports. Well, it's funny. Angelic technology, giants. Ooh, who's to say there wasn't airports? Who's to well, say Joe Biden wasn't there? Maybe Joe Biden... <laughs> Is, Joe Biden is, is a one fallen of the lizard, angel. He's one of the lizard people. One of the lizard people, fallen angel thingies. That's he right. saw the airports. He just needs to trade in for a new suit and give that man some sugar water. <laughs> That's right. He's in men in black. I just need some sugar, sugar water. Sugar in water. Got French fried potatoes. Yeah, that's it. I yeah. like mustard on my biscuits. That's it. <laughs> so, but you know that—that's the thing, though. Is think about it. You know, even. Um, sound could have played a part in the, if it plays a sound in the destruction of the walls, a lot of people theorize that it could have possibly pay, played a part in the construction of some of the wonders of the world, like the pyramids. They say that it very much could have been what they call um, acoustic levitation, and where basically things just float on sound waves. And so if you had this large projection of sound, that it, it could actually just make it float. I saw a dude on YouTube, and everything you see on YouTube is it's true. Real. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. You know, and We it, don't have CGI. The That's only just thing, made up words. The only thing that makes it more trustworthy is if it were on TikTok. And <laughs> I, I wish it were on TikTok, but it wasn't. But I saw this dude on YouTube who actually levitated a, a pretty good size, you know, like a softball size uh, rock with a didgeridoo 
And like he's playing the didgeridoo and the rock begins to levitate up off of the carpet and he can move it with the didgeridoo. So like, what does a didgeridoo look like? A long flute. Okay. That it doesn't look like a whatchamacallit? No, it, it looks like a like a like a bamboo cane, you know, long stick of bamboo. And uh, you know, it, it makes the makes the funny sound at the beginning of the sur- survivor show. I think I've only seen like part of two episodes of the Survivor Show. I am not a liar. You are a Survivor lover. (laughs) That is what you are. You are a Mark Burnett man all the way. You know, Dana Dana would walk in on me watching Watching a show with these women that are scantily dressed, and she'd be like, and and bad words would come out of her mouth. And you know, she doesn't use bad words, but Dana's you know. never said a bad word in her entire life. <laughs> no, she's not. You need to repent. Thank God we're still at church, son. The altar <laughs> is just a few steps away from my office. You can walk right on out there. If she saw me watching Survivor, she would probably go, you What on talk earth about, are you quit watching? talking about Dana? <laughs> so, I know but, I know Lindsay said some choice words. She's married to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean she uh you know, she's quite the sailor. So it is uh, like going to port every time we go home. It's like going to port, you know, learn some new ones. But the, um, yeah, you know, so, so we see even, you know, music used in the worship of God. We also see music was part of, of spells. It was part of uh, satanic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, satanic spells and chanting and seances. Even today, if you, if you Google search, um, which is the devil's tool, and um, but if you CIA, yeah, you gotta, you gotta duck, duck, go it if you want righteous answers. But if you switch over to the devil's Google, then um, and you just Google the um, you know, music in satanic rituals, it's like a how-to, and like oh, everything yeah. that pulls up is a how-to, and they're mm-hmm. like, how this is how you incorporate music into a satanic yeah. thing. You know, you just take the Katie's Perry CD out of the plastic and put it in, <laughs> put in the and CD that, player. You know, that's that's what it is. Put it in the CD player. You know, always track six, and uh, you know, <laughs> and you play it six times. That's right. You know, and. And, uh, you know, while you sit in your grandma's basement and, and pet a cat and, you know, dressed, six in all, cats. dressed in all black with black lipstick and powder face and yes. you know, sit there and you know, think about how much you hate your dad. And uh, that's what you do. Worship the devil. But now, but what's funny is, you know, we talk about all of this and we talk about satanic worship and all. But what we see is, is when the Bible speaks about Satan in uh, Ezekiel uh, 28. Or so. Sounds right. Well, around Ezekiel 28, it starts to talk about Satan. And it talks about when he was created. It talks about him being created with timbrels and pipes. So he's literally being created with musical instruments. So, like, he's not a novice at this. Like, he was literally born with instruments. He was created. And from his creation, he had instruments. So... It really, you know, and, and, you know, timbrels or drums, uh, you know, pipes very often is the wind instruments, the flutes and, and saxophones and, you know, things like that. You know, your wind instruments and your percussion instruments. Here were... You know why the devil was made with wind instruments? Why is that? Because he's full of hot air. Ooh, I bet that hurt him. <laughs> you take that, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. So, but, uh, you know, we see them there, you know, but, you know... 
we see him created and in the day that he's created that he's created with drums he's created with flute you know or with pipes you know these are his instruments you know but but you know the one instrument that the devil does not have what's that he ain't got no violin Charlie Daniels took it from him down there in Georgia. He lost that golden fiddle. So ain't ain't no fiddling in hell. No, that's it. And so that's, uh, you know, but we see that here the devil is hip to the music game. Like he knows how to use it. He knows the impact of frequency. He knows the impact of sound. He, everything we've said today, he's known since the beginning. He's got experience. He knows when to walk away and he knows when to run. And he knows you never count your money. That's the gambler, man. That's that is that is uh, Kenny Rogers. That is not Charlie Daniels. It's still it's not even just it's just fat old dudes with white beards, man. Do they all look alike? That is racist, sir. That is racism, and I will not stand for it. I am not only not racist; I'm an anti-racist. So, you're you're a white man. None of that in here. You, I don't you cannot, see color. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to be see, racist. I don't see. You color. are the devil. You're a white male. Don't, you are the devil. Don't you put that voodoo on me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> so you can take that and just go on home and and uh, but you know so so like the devil knows the impact that music and vibration and frequency has on spiritual. He knows the impact that it has on the physical world, whether it be building up and healing, uh, you know, the physical body, or whether it be destroying things or bringing things together. Like he's very aware of it. So, why would he not use it? Like, why do we think that he wouldn't put what he knows and what he's experienced, what he was literally created with, into into put it to work? Absolutely. So God. God wants worship. Well, Satan wants that too. Yeah. Because he wants to be above God That's and right. sit on the throne of God, calling himself God. Mm-hmm. So he wants those things. He wants other people to worship him. That's right. So he's going to use music, yeah, to do those things. And he's going to use his wife, Katy Perry, and he's going to use his second, Creed. his, his, and Creed. And Creed and his uh, his sister, you know, Katy Perry's sister wife. Um, what's her face? The the, oh, the, so the newer one. <laughs> um, I don't know. Are you talking about Nicki Minaj? Uh, maybe. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. no. This was another girl, some blonde girl that that people are like worshiping now. Skankalicious. <laughs> Do you have these actual names? I don't know. <laughs> I was just going to see if you would if you would ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was like I can't remember her name. Either way, there's yeah, there's there's tons of them mm-hmm. out there, and they're and they're all doing this. I mean, why would you have a satanic ritual at the 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 music awards? Yeah, if you didn't really worship the devil, and if you didn't believe these things are real, and if you didn't think frequency and sounds and music affected people yeah. you wouldn't do these things that's it they know it well and, and that's the thing you know if 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 it didn't have a value if it didn't have any impact then they wouldn't waste their time in it you know they, they would move on to something else and, and so um you know it's like not a lot of people are making you know satanic aprons you know like you know th- th- there's not a big uh no that's that's at the masonic temples oh, i forgot about those dudes wearing yeah school. see oh you got there me you go gracious okay 
um, you know, take take two. Um, you know, if if they didn't know that it was powerful, if they didn't know that it would have impact, you know, then they wouldn't be doing it. You know, so so they would back up and and try to find something that was impactful. You know, right. they wouldn't waste their time with it. The fact that there is such filth and such vulgarity and such demonic worship and and that they're incorporating these things and that they're invading this space of music frequency vibration lets you know that they know that there's a value to it, that there is a spiritual thing to it, and that it's impactful, that it leads people, it guides people, it manipulates people, it hurts people, that it does all of these things, and that's the reason why they attack it. And that's the reason why they try to pervert it. Because the devil knows that God says, do it in this way with these instruments, sing these songs, do these things uh, in this way. And he goes, well, hey, over here, I got a dope beat for you to step to. You know, like I've, I've got something over here that's a little more attractive and it sounds different and, and it'll pull on your emotions and it'll make people cry when they hear this love song. It'll make people angry when they hear this, this uh, rock anthem, you know, this heavy metal stuff, you know, and it'll make people want to get in a mosh pit and just beat each other up and get bloodied and broken arms and all this kind of stuff. It'll make people go to rap concerts and trample one another and just have people die in the front rows of these concerts and stuff. Um, it, you know, like they know that they can manipulate people with sound. And that's why they use it. So us being Christians, and or I'm a Christian, you know, we're still praying for you. And so, but, you know, with, 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 with the Christian life, we have to take that knowledge and that wisdom of what vibration, what frequency, what music does we have to be wise with it. So I would say it would be a very wise thing to have music in the home. You know, and, and you know, your family's very musical. Um, your kids all play instruments. You make music when you eat beans. Um, you know, at, at, at our our family's the same way, you know, that I we learned it from watching you, by the way. That's it's a magical fruit. <laughs> and uh, the more you eat the more you, you know, and so, um, but, uh, you know, in that we, you know, at our, at our house, we're very musical, you know, there's a lot of music going on, um, very bad music at this point, but, but they're getting better, they're improving, you know, and, um, but, you know, uh, but it's on purpose, you know, and I, I love when I'm home, man, um, you know, and not only just the, the music aspect, because we do put on some music in the house, uh, classical music and things like that. And honestly, man, like we did see the kids' behavior become better mm-hmm. when they when classical music was on. You know, and Lindsay would put it on while they were doing the homeschool stuff and uh, and they would listen to it, you know, and got a good speaker, you know, so it wouldn't just be from the phone, you know, and have a good right. clear sound and stuff. And and you know, we saw a return off of that. You know, we really did. And then also, not even just the the music side, but even just the vo- the voice, the vocal side of things, to where uh, being very cautious of what is being said, what is being spoken in the home. So you know, for me, you know, I, I, I'm I'm an information junkie. Like I want to know. I'm very curious about the world around me. You know, the, there's a scripture in Proverbs that talks about that it's the the glory of God to conceal things and it and it's the the wisdom of of kings to reveal them you know to find to seek them, them out yeah. to seek them out that's it 
And, and so, like, I'm an information junkie. I want to know everything about everything. I want to understand things. Like, you put me with a new person that that does something, you know, that, that I don't know about, I'm so happy. I'm going to be full of questions. Yeah, I don't believe you. And I'm I know going, all kinds of stuff. And you never ask me anything. Yeah, but it's because you do weird nerd stuff, man. You know, you're all ones and zeros and you know, stuff like that. You know, so it's just not that interesting. Be like, oh, how many ones did you put before that zero? Oh, yeah, you know, that's it. You know, you know, career into injury is carpal tunnel. You know, like did, it's just not that. How long not, did it take us to put that door up? A long time. <laughs> way too long. And that was that was awful. That was like one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> And lasted, man. My my forehead started leaking, <laughs> and smelled bad afterwards. It was horrible. You always smell bad. Yeah, true. But the um, but anyways, you know. So, you know. But uh, one of the things, you know, is I like. I don't. I don't like a lot of music. Like, music's just not one of my things. Like I appreciate good music, but my definition of good is pretty pretty narrow. Right. You know, it's pretty mm-hmm. slim. You know. And so, like, there's like eight or nine artists that I actually think are worth listening to, and uh, and those fellas don't make it on the radio, you know. And so, um, you know, so I end up a lot of like when I'm I'm uh, traveling, you know, in the car or something, uh, dude. I, I turn on audiobooks and I, I listen to things, you know, uh, while I'm driving, while I'm commuting back and forth to work, going to hospitals to visit, you know, things like that. Uh, traveling, um, you know, going on vacations and things like that. I don't want to listen to the radio. The radio is boring. You know, like it's it's three and a half to five minutes of a really crappy tune and really bad, you know, really bad vocals. And and it, it, to me, it's a waste of time. You know, I just don't, I don't see value in it. But no, I, I do like like classical music. I like oldies. Um, you know, the '90s music. I, I do think that there was that some of that grunge rock era. That was pretty it was terrible. creative. It was very creative. It was terrible. All the best music was in the eighties. No, because listen, notice your, that your generation the, came out the with the movies. guitar. Okay, listen, listen. All the good music they play from the eighties. If you're gonna have any kind of any kind of romantic music, they're gonna play it from the eighties. They're not doing it from the nineties because nobody in the nineties had a clue what romance was. It was gone by then. Okay. The, you gotta go with eighties and back. No. No, because all of that romantic, beautiful love ballad thing were, were hair bands. It was trannies. You're listening to trannies sing love songs. <laughs> and and you're like, Oh yeah, this is so beautiful. It makes me want to be romantic. It's a tranny singing at you. <laughs> So you can take your trainy love songs and you just go on with it, man. I can think of people in the nineties. When I think of people in the nineties, I think of Doc Martens and Flannel. And that's what I still wear. I think of suicide. And Mm -hmm. I think of all this horrible music where you had to use all the electronics on their voices so that they actually could sound semi decent. No, man, that's like in the today. 2000s. That's 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 no, that's T Pain and stuff. That, grunge, that's in the two thousands. Grunge music. I mean, just by definition, grunge. I mean, it just sounds terrible. Yeah, it was saying not the synthesizers. Getting back to actually what is masculine versus the guitar wearing <laughs> hair bands. You know, singing love songs about their drummer. Peter Cetera never had. Uh, he was. It was never. I don't even here. know who that is. That's yeah. how bad he was. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows who Kia Safera is. Yeah. Yeah. 
you talking about Kia Sorrento as the best you know, rock and roll player. Nobody even knows who that is. Kia man. Sorrento, isn't that a car? Yeah. <laughs> they named the horrible car after this guy that I you think is a great musician. I don't even know what Kia Sorrento is. But anyway. Um, yeah. But anyways, so in that, you know, we, we, we have this. We see the impact that it makes. And I, I do think that that Christians... Number one, I think that a lot of times we end up anti-intellectual. You know, we, we a lot of times we don't want to do the thinking man's game. No, and, that and, was that was just you after high school. You shut your mouth. <laughs> and so, you know, but but we don't want to read the books. We don't want to discover the history. We don't want to know what the 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 ages before us has put forward. We don't study uh, the logic. We don't study these things. Um, instead, it's just you know. Why's Lifeway publishing? You know what? What's on? What's on? You know, K Love, and uh, you know things like that. You know, it is. You know, what, what Toby Mac's amazing, and it's like, man, it's a it's a fifty year old dude pretending to be twenty five. You know, like it's, it's kind of sad at this point. You know, like just waiting on him to slip down, and you know, have to you know his life alert goes off on stage <laughs> to break his hip on stage. Yeah, you know, and, you know the paramedics have to come out there and cart him off to the you know cart them off to the uh, nursing home uh, I, and then to get a good interview you're gonna to have to play some dc talk you know to, to <laughs> jog his memory you know so that he can even talk logically you know so it you know it, it's it's just a bad it's a bad scene man but i think if we rewind and we get back to the the classical composers we look at true music theory not just you know what somebody can make on a laptop um, those sorts of things, people who are actually artists instead of vocalists. You know, I think that's a big thing. Somebody else is writing their song. Somebody else is playing their song. They can even and, play an instrument. They just can sing. Well, and then They're a performer. lot of them can't even sing. They have to use the laptop to make their voice sound decent. So yeah. you can be a horrible singer, but if they can synthesize your voice or whatever they do to auto-tune it, auto-tune it, yeah. auto-tune it, then sure, anything would sound great. It's like... It's like deep fake where they can, you know, where they can put your face on anything. Right. Mm -hmm. So they can, you can say it and they can make your voice sound like anything. That's it. That's it. So I I think that we have to be very careful in our homes of the music that we allow of even the vocals, you know, the, the, the language that we choose to speak, you know, it's not as far as like, you know, know, Spanish versus English. But as far as the words that we say, how we say the words, you know, are we speaking in anger or are we speaking in love? Right. You know, I think our home should be a place of, of laughter. It should be a place of mirth. You know, we're, we're, we're very much uh, jovial in the home. You know, I mean, there's uh, something called verbal abuse for a reason. Right? Oh, yeah. That's a good I mean, point. the way you talk to people, it, it messes with their brain. That's it. You know. You gotta, you gotta speak what we, what we say in, in our house is, okay, speak words of life or don't say anything at all. Yeah. I'm going to say, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just what you said to me. I'm going to say, okay. shut up and talk better. That's what we tell them. So. <laughs> that, that clearly sounds like it would make more sense. That's right. Don't say it so stupid next time. That's what, that's the way we do it. But just got to roll with the punches. Got to be tough to grow gotta, up in the Jones it, household. It, takes a lot to keep up with the Joneses. That's right. That's right. That's why kids, they, they bleed. They just lick their own blood up. Keep moving. Okay. No For those tears. of you who don't want to be grossed out, you can stop right here. <laughs> <laughs>
the Jones house is pretty cruel. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> but I, I do think that we should show much more caution with uh, the music we listen to, what we approve, what we don't pro- approve. And even in, um, and not necessarily just in, does it have cuss words or not? You know, or is it just uh, talking about uh, things of a sexual nature or not? But even um, just, is it good quality? You know, like, is, is, it, is it good music? You know, like, is it truly art that has been created? Or is it just mass-produced junk? You know, like, is it just some dude talking about, you know, you know, beautiful girls and beer and a pickup truck and the American flag, yeehaw, you know, let's repeat the course, you know. But is it actual something beautiful? You know, is it something that's worth it? So, anyways, the, um, so I think that we should very much pay attention to the vibration, pay attention to sounds, pay attention to the music, pay attention to the voices, the things that are said in our home, the way that they're said, because we definitely see an impact from scripture where music impacts us spiritually with David and the, and the harp and Saul it impacts us spiritually. It could also potentially invite things to us spiritually. Right. We see that it could help us. It could help heal us medically, um, that there's a value to it in that. We also see that it can very much hurt us. You know, right. it could potentially maybe even cause health problems. Um, you know, if it can heal it, certainly can hurt it. Um, if it can be used to soothe, it's also used to torture. And then... If it's used to honor and glorify God in our homes, it can also be used to honor and glorify the devil in our homes. It's funny that, that you know, any, every time I've ever heard about chanting, it's always negative. Yeah. You know, that repetitive. Jesus even says, don't be like the Pharisees who, are, who have vain repetition. Yeah, that's right. The Gregorian monks were the devil. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if the devil's name is Gregory, but we'll have to check it out. It's a future episode. So, yeah, there you go. Speaking of that, so guys, hey, thank you very much for being with us. We've had a great time here. So uh, with that, we do want our takeaways to be that we really should pay attention to the vibration, to the sound, to the frequency within our homes. That This is what we're made of. God created us with sound all around us, with vibration all around us, with frequency all around us in his creation. And so therefore, God even instructs us to worship him with the vibration of our voices singing out to him. He instructs us to use uh, various instruments to create sound and to create music as worship for him and to him. We see the impact that it has on us spiritually and that it has on us mentally, that it has on us physically. And we also see how destructive sound can be as well. We see that Satan was created with sound uh, producing instruments and that he very much knows of this secret of the universe and he would definitely use it against us. So our homes should be places that have glorious music, have beautiful things, have that are full of laughter, that are full of the word of God, that are full of love and warmth. And in that we glorify God we might just heal ourselves physically, mentally. We might even heal ourselves spiritually. So until next time, this has been Brother Jonathan at the Woodshed, where we tell the truth 
even when it hurts.